Buckle up, friends, and welcome to the Thriving Alcohol-Free Podcast. I'm your host, Deb, otherwise known as Mocktail Mom, a retired wine drinker that finally got sick and tired of spinning on life's broken record called Detox to Retox. Let this podcast be an encouragement to you if alcohol is maybe a form of self-care for you, where you find yourself dragging through the day waiting to pour another glass. I am excited to share with you the fun of discovering new things to drink when you aren't drinking and the joy of waking up each day without a hangover. It is an honor to serve as your sober fun guide. So sit back and relax or keep doing whatever it is you're doing. This show is produced for you with love from the great state of Kentucky. Thanks so much for being here and big time cheers. Okay. Hey friends, welcome back to Thriving Alcohol-Free I am Deb. I'm your host, and I am so excited because one of my favorite people from our membership is in the house. We have Jersey in the house, Kim DiGiulio. Did I say it right? That's right, DiGiulio. Oh, I said it. I said it right. Her beautiful Italian last name, Kim DiGiulio, is in the house. She's going to share with us a little bit about her journey becoming alcohol-free, what it's been like. Kim, you are such a wonderful person. Like, I only know you screen to screen. But you just exude joy and happiness and kindness. You're a mom. You're a nurse. You volunteer in such a loving way in your community. And so I can't wait for you to share a little bit about that. But yes, it's just so fun to have you here today. So thank Ah, you for joining me on the podcast. So excited to be here. And I have to say, likewise, my friend, you know, I felt instantly connected to you. And, uh, you know, this is great stuff. It's stuff to be excited about. And who knew? Because <laughs> going right? in, nobody was really excited. We all went in like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? 21 day challenge, you know? So yeah, where yeah. we are now. <laughs> Could you have ever imagined? Yeah. Like, what did you think? Like the day before yeah. you stopped drinking, were you just, what were you thinking? You know, like many of us, I was saying to my kind of, for a long time, you know, had that thought in the back of my mind, like, hmm, this probably is getting a little out of control. You know, gee, I'd like everyone else wake up at 3 a.m. and go, oh, God, I hope I didn't say something or do something really like stupid last night. I can't quite recall. And, you know, things would be fuzzy. And then you'd be trying to piece it together and get info from people without really asking because you were. Oh, yeah. 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 Wasn't that fun last night? You know, kind of like, what was the react? What's the reaction? What yeah, are you exactly. Say? Yeah. How fun. <laughs> yeah. No, it really I wasn't did. fun, actually. <laughs> like, oh, well, oh, yeah, that's right. It wasn't fun. Yeah. Piecing it together. That's so interesting. Yes. As, as yeah. A lot of us say it was fun. It was great fun until it wasn't, you know, and then it kind of hits you. And, you know, as a mom and as a nurse, you want to lead a good example. And, you know, you certainly, you don't want something to be wrong or, you know, whatever the case may be. And and again, especially when it comes to, you know, alcohol, the stigma that's always been attached. And, you know, you say to yourself, oh, I'm a great mom. I take my kids to every sporting event there is. And I'm a super nurse. I do this. I do that. Oh, yeah. But there's that little thing that I come home and, you know, start with a glass of wine and, and by throwing the bottle in the recycle bin going, oh boy, I probably shouldn't have had all that much last night, you know? So um, that gray area drinking, you know, the the racing thoughts at 3 a.m., you know, the the waking up with the, you know, oh my goodness, you know, type of things. Um, so I had been watching it though for a while. And actually I took a little break from alcohol here and there. Again, thinking, gee, you know, I need a little break, you know, but it was never like, oh, I'm, you know, going to do a 21 day challenge. So when I went into the 21 day challenge day before, I was like, 
okay, I'm going into this. I'm going to get through this 20 minutes. I'm going to cut back and get myself back in order, you know, and then it, it just clicked. I knew it was a great community of wonderful, like-minded women. I'm like, these are all great women. And, you know, just having the support, the camaraderie, you know, it just made it easier. And I also have to, to Annie Grace, I give so much kudos because This Naked Mind, when I read that book, really, you know, changed my outlook on alcohol. And again, being a nurse, especially, I'm like, you know, I know how dangerous alcohol can be. And, you know, I've I've worked even with patients that have had problems or issues. But when I read the book for myself and really started going through it, it just, it it flipped that switch for me. I went, you know what? There's no reason to have alcohol in my body. And now we have all these great mocktails. <laughs> I know. And look at you. You've got your mocktail mom glass. I love that you have yeah. that. That was in my box. I think the last box that I did, right? Mm-hmm. Such a fun little glass. Yes, you have to be careful with that one. A little hand washing on... on yeah, the only thing it. that doesn't go in the dishwasher in my house is the mocktail mom glass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you're taking loving care of your mocktail mom. I sure am. <laughs> yes, it's fun to have new glassware, you know, to create new memories. I found that I had to get rid of some of my old, I mean, it sounds so silly, but I did. I had like my, I mean, I stopped using it for a while, but my best mom ever tumbler, I used to put my wine in there. And it was like, then it was associated with drinking, you right. know, and drinking too mm-hmm. much. So to have new glassware, you know, for my new habits and stuff, it really does. I didn't, never thought of it, that it would make any difference, but it actually does. So, um, okay. So November 7th, 2023 was three years for you. So you're a little yeah. bit ahead of me. I love it. And congratulations on your three years as well. Oh, congratulations <laughs> Again, to yeah. you, Kim. Seriously. You. Okay. So like you were saying, like you woke up at three in the morning. I did the same thing. I thought I was the only one. Did you think you were the only one? Like, I just thought, oh my gosh, I did it again. Like, uh, yeah, did you think you were the only I one? Kind of, for a while, I may have. And then I'm like, well, you know, there's got to be other people that have the same thing, but it's not something people talk about. So, Correct. you know, yeah. that's why getting in our groups and having the support of the other women and actually talking about it. It was such a relief just to say it out loud and have other women say, wow, I've been there too. I've done that. Yeah. You know, and yeah, you're same like, thing. okay, it's not just me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally, totally. It's so, it's reassuring. You're like, okay, I'm not the only one. Yeah, yeah. What have you been able to do now, three plus years in, alcohol-free that you weren't doing prior to breaking up with alcohol? Well, my, probably my most, uh, my biggest accomplishment and the thing that I'm most proud of is, you know, my volunteering with the children at Common Ground Grief Center who have ironically lost a parent and or parents to alcohol or drugs. And, you know, to be honest, I probably would not have done the additional, you know, gone and do the courses to get ready and then committed to a year of going, you know, twice a month and being there for the kids and, and all of that. My time was work, kids, school, you know, sport activities, and then drinking, (laughs) you know, that was my recreational activity. And, you know, it's just so wonderful to be out there doing the extras, you know, I want to make a difference, you know, in this life. And, you know, it's so important to me. So that's a great way to make a difference. You know, what better way than to you know, interact with these children who have lost parents. And, you know, unfortunately, you know, there's so many of them. It's it's amazing to me even to see, you know, how many children in this generation have lost a parent or parents. You know, it, yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Years ago, we wouldn't have heard about this. So the fact that we're supporting 
these children, but also realizing that in this country now you see this movement for a lot of going alcohol-free and having alcohol-free lifestyles, which is just going to benefit this next generation tremendously. And for that, totally. I'm, so, I'm so happy. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I love just the work that you're doing. And like when you talk during our membership, which for anybody who's listening, we have a membership. Kim is in the membership, Thriving Alcohol-Free with Mocktail Mom. She's in our membership. And so we have happy hours. So she misses every other week because she's you're, you're volunteering. But when you come and you talk about, you know, the kids and like you are just beaming. You know, <laughs> it's like, it fills you up to go and give and to be able to do that now that you're not drinking, right? Like that you have that space in your heart. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, that's the whole thing. You know, it's it, people don't realize that it fills you up. Like you say so much, I'll take that, that cup being filled with kids and, and volunteering and doing all kinds of things rather than alcohol any day. So can fill my cup up with all of that. And it's wonderful. It's flowing over. And I hope that it does show because I want everybody to know what a wonderful life this is without it. You know, you're so scared going in, like, what will life be like if I, if I give up alcohol? And I say constantly, I have not lost the thing. I've just gained so much more in life. And I feel, you know, 10 years younger, to be honest with you. you know? Really? I'm really? Like, you know, I feel like, I do. I feel younger. I feel more vibrant. I have more energy. You know, I've always been a little bit of an energizer bunny, uh-huh, um, but come uh-huh. the weekend would be my time to to drink and then just kind of gel out and zone out and, and not be connected. So to be connected on that weekend time and, and have all the extra drive to do things is, is just another benefit, you know? Yeah. Emotional connection. Yeah. yeah. And like you said, like there's now there's such a movement towards alcohol-free lifestyle, you know? It's so different, right? So hopefully this next generation, I mean, your kids are, how old are, how old are um, your I'm kids? I'm 28 and 23. Okay. And the thing okay. is, my 28-year-old is doing a 75 hard challenge right now and having no alcohol in those 75 days, my son. And okay. my daughter is doing dry January. So really, you know, I'm so proud of the two of them, yeah, that they're doing it. And to be honest, my son, my 28-year-old, he struggles with alcohol a little bit. You know, he's still out there a little bit too much in the party scene and, you know, all of that. And, you know, again, he was another one of my really big reasons for doing this. I started to worry a little bit about his drinking and the the way they drink. And, you know, it's a little different now than when we were growing up. You know, it's, it's just a different feel. And when I saw that happening, we tried to, like, really normalize drinking in our house. And it's funny, I listened back to a podcast and, and you saying, um, you're the middle of three girls, as I am also. Oh, um, that's there are, right. There, there were three other boys to accompany that. But growing up in our house, you know, I grew up in a very sheltered family. There were six kids. My parents were just these wonderful, loving, caring parents. They did not drink. And as a matter of fact, they frowned on drinking. And unbeknownst to me, I found out later in life that the reason for that was that on my father's side, his mother um, had some severe alcohol problems, and he actually went. My father wound up losing um, a brother to alcohol at 38 years old to a GI bleed, and a sister who developed cancers and things like that at 50, who was also a nurse like myself. And I believe that may have been also related to alcohol. And so my parents sheltered us from that and never allowed alcohol at the house. And we didn't know. So growing up in our house, my own family, I kind of tried to normalize alcohol. There was always alcohol around. 
And then I started noticing that my son in his 20s seemed to be partying a little too much, not having the off switch, stuff like that. And I really started to worry about him. And I thought, you know what? I have to lead by example. I can't be having concern about him and letting him know that he's going overboard when I myself know I'm doing that. So that's, I was part of the reason I'm going to walk the talk. And three years later, I'm I'm still walking it. And I'm proud to say that, you know, they're really um, learning from that. And I hope that it continues. And, you know, it just, it, it touches your heart to see that anyone that you worry about struggling, you know, with alcohol, anything you can do to prevent that and try to help them through that. It's just so important. So for all the moms out there, too, that want to walk the talk for their kids, it's the perfect opportunity to set that example, as I know you do for Lily as well. And No, but it's, know. yeah, but it's, boy, it's so easy to be like, do as I say, not as I do, right? Yeah. Like I was oh, like, yeah. you know, like, oh, no, I'm not, I'm not really drinking that much, you know, like rationalizing it or whatever. But yeah, to really walk that talk, you know, and live it out. Okay, as you guys know, I love Geese and 0% Wines. Their Sauvignon Blanc is my go-to on a regular basis, but they recently launched a delicious Sparkling Brute 0%, which is quickly becoming a fan favorite. I am so proud to have Geeson as the exclusive non-alcoholic wine sponsor of the Thriving Alcohol-Free Podcast. Geeson 0% Wines are created through the magic of advanced spinning cone technology to remove the alcohol from their full-edded wines. The award-winning winemaker Duncan Schuler and his team have done wonders in Marlboro, New Zealand by creating an entire family of 0% wines with all the flavor and deliciousness you expect from traditional, quote, full-edded wine. Their non-alcoholic wines maintain the aroma and the body to create a low-calorie wine that never contains more than 0.5 ABV. Globally available, look for Geeson 0% wines wherever you shop for your non-alcoholic options. Their family of alcohol-free wines include the most effervescent member of the family, the Sparkling Brute 0%, which is absolutely delicious for any celebration. My personal favorite, although I do love them all, is the Sauvignon Blanc coming in at only 100 calories for the entire bottle. And not to be missed, the other members of their 0% family, the Riesling, the Premium Red Blend, the Rosé, the Pinot Gris. With Geeson 0% wines, there's a de-alcoholized wine for everyone and every occasion. Give Geeson a try and let me know how much you love it. And if you want to meet their winemaker, go back to episode 33 of the podcast where Duncan Schuler joined me to share about the Geeson story. Have there been times when you've been really like tempted or have there been like stressful times when you're like, you know what? I'd really like to go back to my wine ways right now. Not to say that's like smooth sailing. I know it hasn't been, right, but like, right. have there been times where you're like, this is really, I'm really having to dig deep. You know, I have to be honest, there have been just, a, a, I want to say may, like less than a handful of yeah, times yeah. where you kind of get that little old urge for like a few minutes. And then all I need to do is think about the benefits and, you know, where it's taken me and also where that could go. And why would I want to put the poison back in my body? You know, I've worked hard yeah. to get it out. So those fleeting moments, luckily, thank God for me, they've, they've been fleeting and, you know, nothing is easy, you know, but this is a lot easier than I could have ever imagined. But again, I attribute that to all the wonderful women. I look forward to your happy hour on Thursday nights, even though it's every other, you know, incredibly. And I love getting on and seeing everybody just talking and sharing. And, you know, you have been such a wonderful influence, Deb. You really have, you don't realize Thanks, the, Thank you, you know, your impact on people and the difference that you're making. It's, you know, it's phenomenal. And I, I'm so happy for you and so proud of you Thank to you. see that. I'm proud of you. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And it's so 
wonderful to be connected, you know, to be connected on our journey, alcohol free. Like it's, you're not doing it alone. You know, I'm not sitting in my chair anymore, drinking my wine alone. It's like, now I have like all these friends I connect with, you know, screen to screen. I mean, it's on Zoom or happy hours. It's not, no, nobody's coming over to my house. We're not in my kitchen. (laughs) My goal is, my goal is for us to meet in person. Absolutely. Yes. Oh, we will. Oh, we totally will. but, But when you can't, even technology, how lucky are we to have this, to be able to see one another, hop on the happy hour. And to be honest with our busy life schedules, a lot of times it makes such a difference to be able to jump on the happy hour than to have to physically go somewhere. Totally. I think so many more women would be like, oh, I can't go tonight. Oh, I don't feel like driving. I'm already home. I'm in my pajamas. Yep. Here in the Northeast, it's cold now in the winter. I Show up in your my- robe. Yeah. yeah. So- come, we'll have, we should have robe night one yes, night. Like, just come in our night. robe. Like, <laughs> just come as you are, right? Like, just, it doesn't, I don't I mean, it doesn't matter, but like, <laughs> yeah, we need to, but we do need to have a pajama party. We've had, we've had other things. Yeah. We had a costume party, right? We had, yeah. right on, we had ugly, no, not, not custom. We had ugly sweater ugly contest. Sweater, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and even that fun. one, I wasn't on that one, but I sent you guys a picture because I knew you guys were going to probably coming in your thing. So, so great to see the connection. But just fun. Yeah. Just keep it fun. Like it's because I think I thought it was gonna be so boring. I thought it was gonna be drudgery, you know, not to drink. And like now to have this whole this whole new life that's opened up without alcohol, not one drop of alcohol involved in any of the fun times we've had. But yes, we will definitely meet in person. Yeah. And I, it's funny, Deb, I was a beer and wine drinker, but now with the mocktails and all the different things we're making, I love it. I My daughter got me for Christmas some some new little, you know, pieces for my uh, oh. bar making skills. And, I, you know, I've been trying to get a little bit better with that stuff. And like you say, just even coming up with them. I love all the lists of all the drinks that we got in the summit. I can't wait to make <gasps> more of them. Yes. Yeah. Good. Okay. Yes. Okay. So yeah, let's talk about the summit if we can for a second. So we just, when we're recording this, so we had the mocktail summit was last week. A week ago right now was the first day of the mocktail summit. First one ever. We had 18 different mocktail enthusiasts who came in and made mocktails with us. It was so much fun. So you were on the VIP track, which included yes. like happy hours and the replay. So you'll be able to go back. So any ones that you missed, you'll be able to go back and watch. And um, yeah, how was the mocktail summit for you? Yeah, as a, I mean, you're the it, first person I've talked to. Yeah, it afterwards. was. Re- I really loved it, and unfor- you know, unfortunately, because it was during the day, that's why yeah, I, I yeah. really wanted to get the VIP because I knew that I could catch up. And I was at the gym one day, and I had my my phone on there, and I'm I'm, go- I'm playing all the replays and watching, you know, all the the different presentations. They were excellent, and to see. Oh. The group that you had was so diverse. It was all mixed people. It was all different things. Um, but again, with such great ideas and, and things to make and do, I was really excited. I still have day three to watch. I did one and okay. two. And okay. I was able to attend the happy hour on Thursday, unfortunately, that week, which is unusual. But I missed um, the Wednesday and Friday. But I was able to get on the Thursday. And I'm going to watch the It was others, great so. to see you. Yeah. Okay. You're going to love day three. Day three. I'm trying to think right now. I know the ice cubes are on day three. Okay. And they, it's really cool because Katie from Soberish Mom on Instagram, she shares about like how to fancy up your ice cubes. You will love it because you can fancy up your drinks with like the, like just easy, easy, make these fun ice cubes. So you'll be ordering. Yeah. I'm sure your daughter will be getting you ice molds probably for next Christmas or sooner. Yeah. And I'll have to learn about all that. I know that you can add all little things to them. I haven't done a lot of that yet. So that'll be fun. (laughs) Yeah. Just, we just got to keep it fun. Yeah. I was like you, I wasn't making cocktails, you know? So yeah, I've like collected all the bar, you know, gotten the barware now as I've 
gone along and stuff. So yes, well, I'm so glad you were at the summit. I'm so glad it was an encouragement to you. Oh, it was fantastic. I hope that, you know, you'll you'll do another one, I'm sure, but. (laughs) For sure. Yes. So I've already started my lists of like, for sure, next January, 2025, we're definitely doing Mocktail Summit again. And then on the last happy hour, somebody was mentioning like maybe doing one like dry July. Somebody's like, oh, we should do one every quarter. I'm like, I don't think I can do one every quarter. But um, <laughs> I don't know that I have the bandwidth for that. But uh-huh. um, maybe like dry July, maybe a mini summit or something. I yeah, don't know. I don't know. That's that would what, be fun. You know, maybe yeah. just like a one day, like a little pop-up summit. You know, I think that might be kind of fun. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? So yes, I'm so glad that you were there. It was so fun. I was going to ask you, okay, so when you're not drinking, all right, we're talking about like making mocktails and stuff like you were beer and wine girl. When you're not drinking, are there some favorites now that you do enjoy? Like, is there a mocktail that you love to make? Or is there like a, a non-alcoholic beer that you reach for or alcohol-free wine? You know, What's there your are favorites? a couple of different things depending on my mood. With the beers, I really tend to go, my husband is also a, a diabetic. So we tend to go to low-carb, lower-calorie beers. I love the partakes, but they're hard to get. They're low carb, low calorie, but I've also been drinking the athletic light, but I love a Heineken zero if I'm out, you know, like I'm, I'm pretty good with all the beers. And then uh, the Giesen that you turned me on to, I've been buying Giesen like crazy. Oh, good. Um, oh, I yeah, love to hear yeah. that. It's my favorite. <laughs> I, I really love it. The red, the Sauvignon Blanc, the uh, Pinot Grigio, the Rosé. I've been getting them all now. <laughs> my sister, I just um, got my sister a Pinot Grigio. And um, she loved it. And she's, you know, she's a moderator. She's actually right. somebody who can moderate. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, but she loved it. Actually, she was, uh, she was on one of the happy hours for the, for the summit. And she was drinking her geesen during yes, the happy hour. I, I love that yeah. now. And then I love the, the one drink that you did. It was on the Friday night. The, uh, is it the gin, uh, the gin jam? Like the, it has the jam. Oh, we were, we were going to do it. And I announced that we were making that drink, but I, but yes, we were making a spicy margarita, but yes, the gin fizz, the gym. Yeah, that's it. I love that the one. The jam, gin fizz. Is. It's really good, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I love that. Easy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm so and glad I've you love that. Different little jams to make that with, and then you know, I, I want to go through a lot of the other ones, but I keep hearing about the one that Richard Loud uh, made, the uh, blood orange margarita. Yes, and we're going to make that this week in our membership. We're I know, making I'm, his I'm blood orange. This oh, you're volunteering. Okay, okay yes. Well, I said, yeah, I sent the recipe. So yes, you're going to have to make that. Mm-hmm. You will love it. Everybody's been loving that one. I think that was like one of the most popular mocktails. I think people just jumped onto the blood orange. Yeah, everybody margarita. seems to love it. I'm going to make, I'm going to have those Friday night. I'm going to buy the ingredients and have on Friday night for my end of my week. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, yes. shout out to Rich Loud. Okay, I'm so glad. So you'll get to make that Friday night. Yeah, because yes. blood oranges now are in, you know, in season. So you can get them at Trader Joe's. Yeah, I have a whole bag of them. I'm ready to go for tomorrow night <laughs> or a happy hour. Okay, so is sober life, uh, is it what you expected? Is it what you anticipated? You know, yes and no. Because again, the fear going in of, am I yeah. boring? Am I going to be different? How are, How's everybody going to take me? Because I'm a pretty high energy person. And I thought, well, I don't know. Like, will I be exactly the same? And Thank God, you know, I I have a great time no matter where I go. And I've really learned that it was never the alcohol that was making the great time. You know, that just happened to be there. So if something is not alcohol now and in my glass, I can go and have just as great a time. And hey, like everybody says, nobody ever regrets waking up without the hangover, right? So so it feels awesome on Saturday morning to get up and 
go out early and do some yoga or go and work out or, you know, it feels amazing. I love it. It feels so good. Yeah. Not to have a horrible headache while you're trying to do yoga. That is not fun. No, that is not. No, that is not fun. (laughs) That is not a good time. Okay. Any advice if somebody's listening and they're, you know, just thinking about sobriety or maybe they're just finished, they just finished dry January, they're finishing it, you know, any advice maybe for them? Definitely. Well, number one, my biggest advice would be join the Mocktail Mom group. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Loving wonderful group and you know you are the best and but again it gives you things to look forward to it teaches you how to make delicious things to drink as well as have all the you know the camaraderie and sharing with all the the wonderful women that you'll meet in the groups and also i would say you know read this naked mind um i think that book is just so amazing so influential we have our book club on the happy hours and we have also read a few of the others um so and there are a lot of you know, great resources. And the thing is, just go in with an open mind, you know, an open heart, and know that there are plenty of women, you know, just like you and go in and you'll be just fine. There's so much support, there's so much love, and there's nothing better than living alcohol free and happy, you know, and healthy. And that's the most important thing. Yeah. Yeah. Such great advice. No. Yeah. And I know that book was life-changing for you. Yeah. Naked Mind. So yeah, absolutely. And it's a free program. She's got a free program you can do, I think, for 30 days. Yeah. So I definitely, I recommend that to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Great advice, Kim. Okay. I just love you so much. Love you back. Bunches. Seriously. (laughs) Thank you for being on today and um, for encouraging me on my journey. I just can't tell you how much your support means to me. It really, really, really means a lot. So thank you, my friend. Thank you. Thanks so much, my friend. Big time cheers to you for tuning in to the Thriving Alcohol-Free Podcast. I hope you will take something from today's episode and make one small change that will help you to thrive and have fun in life without alcohol. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social, send up a flare, or leave a rating and a review. I am cheering for you as you discover the world of non-alcoholic drinks and as you journey towards authentic freedom. See you in the next episode.